If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Conservative, not bitter, not bitter indeed. You're listening to the Todd Huff Show here on Freedom 95, on our website, ToddHuffShow.com. Normally on Facebook, it's not Facebook's fault today, also normally on Twitter and YouTube, not their faults today. Um, We have... Uh, just a technical issue behind the scenes here that I will have fixed on Monday. So good to be here. And um, look, we've got a lot to dive into today. Sometime over the night, I saw this alert from the New York Times, their <laughs> almost gleeful headline, Biden passes Trump in Georgia. 917 votes now ahead. Biden is of Trump in Georgia. Pennsylvania, they've shaved it remarkably again, even from 25 or 26,000 last night down to 18,000 and some such number today. Nevada or Nevada, as Trump says, Biden is up about 12,000 votes. And then in North Carolina, where everything is mysteriously paused, Trump is up 76,000 votes. But don't worry, there's plenty of time for that to change as well. You know, I remember saying this, in fact, you go back months. You go back months, and I made this comment. I've made this comment, and I stand by this comment. I made another comment that got in somebody's, uh, I think it dampened his panties last night on Facebook. But we have this, um, I said from the beginning, there's going to be, this in a lot of ways is shocking to watch, but it's also, it's also not. It's also predictable. We knew. In fact, there were, Reports that Trump was going to basically annihilate Biden at the on on voting on election day, actual election day, when people, as a rule, have to identify themselves, show identification, and that sort of thing. When uh, there certainly exists, as I've said before, there's opportunity for fraud, no matter what happens. I mean, anytime it, it's it's again, it's akin to if you give people a voice. Um, if you get just like opening a, a convenience store, a thrift store, uh, any any uh, retail establishment, there's going there are going to be people who try to take advantage. The question is, how many of those how many of those will succeed? Can you put enough safeguards in place to make it make it minimal, to make it very difficult, or even next to impossible? I don't know that it's ever impossible, but this is an obvious thing now. That doesn't mean that it's 
fraud that that there's enough fraud to overturn or change the outcome of an election. But the longer, the more I'll say the, the the longer that you keep an election open, the more ways that you um, allow for people to vote, it just increases it. I'm not saying that it shouldn't be that that it's not justifiable. I'm not saying that there's not other safeguards that can be put into place. But I am saying. I am saying that this is a just a matter of fact part of life. It's like if I open up two convenience stores, I've basically doubled doubled my liability. If one of the stores is in a neighborhood where people um, break into places more frequently, then I've probably increased my likelihood. If one of my locations um, is in a you know is not in a well lit particular part of town or whatever. These things can influence it, and it, the, the question is, as it goes to the election, as it pertains to, to votes being counted and cast and so forth, the question is, are what are we doing to protect it, and is there enough to prevent it, and how many people are literally on the offensive trying to do something proactively to flip it? So I said from the beginning, and I stand by this, the media, the Democrat Party, this was going to be contentious. We knew this was going to be close. We knew this was going to come down to razor-thin margins in a lot of states. I That was my position from the beginning, although if enough states tilted one way or the other, tilted for Biden, the Electoral College could look bad, you know, like it was a big victory. And likewise, we went through this. I went through and said in a seven-game series, if a team even gets swept four games to none, but all four of the games go to overtime and they lose by a total of four points they lost four very close games even though when you say uh, in a say an nba final situation which i don't watch uh, i don't know that i'll have any interest in watching the nba again but it's four games to none it looks like wow they they must have dominated that particular series when in reality that's not what happens you had four very close contests that's what we are having here across the board no matter who the winner now the winner is the winner no matter what in the sense of as long as they do it legally which is really the question at hand here but i said from months ago how do we know when this election is over because i remember i talked to pedals about this we posted a graphic we posted a graphic where courts or election officials or whoever were uh, arbitrarily extending deadlines for ballots to be received Right, I remember Michigan, North Carolina, Wisconsin, and I forget the other state that we had on our graphic. There were four. It's on our Instagram. It's on our Facebook page. And I remember making the statement, how will we know that all the ballots have been counted? Or how will we know when people will say, oh, the, the election's now over? We know that all the votes have been counted, right? Biden's out there saying what seems to be a logical and straightforward statement, all the votes should be counted, Trump come back, comes back and says all the legal votes should be counted. Bingo, circle gets the square. That is the question. That is the point. Biden may have enough, quote, legal ballots. Biden may not. We don't know. This is a mess. But I will tell you this. They will tell us this election is over once Biden has clearly, well, <laughs> it's not going to be clear at this point. The problem is this thing has been tainted. This thing has been – I mean you look at what's happening in Pennsylvania, for example. State of Nevada, the Republican Party has sent a – what, a criminal inquiry 
to the Department of Justice saying that over 3,000 people at least, and they say there's probably much, much more or many, many more, 3,000 people have voted in the state of Nevada or Nevada, as Trump likes to say, and they don't even live there anymore. Seems like a problem to me. There's ballots that went – I mean there are so many problems. Couple of th- There's lots we can learn from this, but right now let's just kind of break down where we are. But again, we know that the Democrat Party, we know that the media, they'll say this that every vote has been counted once we know that Biden has enough to be in the lead. You know, I've sensed a lot of calm from Team Biden through this. Raises a lot of my <laughs> raises a lot of concern. My spidey senses start to go off because it makes me think what you know, we go back to 2016, and 2016 has not been accepted as uh, people. A lot of people have not accepted the truth of what happened to Trump in 2016 when they spied on his campaign. They literally spied on his campaign. A political opponent of the of the of the party in power at the time, the Obama administration. They got a FISA warrant. I love when people say, "Oh, they weren't spying; they just had a FISA warrant." The, FISA stands for Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Surveillance is synonymous with spying. The question is not whether or not they spied. The question is whether or not it was legal and justifiable. That is the question. That is the question. So I am telling you, there ninety folks, 90 plus, 93, 92, 94, something like that percent of people in D.C., in the swamp, voted for Biden. 94. These are Saddam Hussein numbers. Think about this. The people in Washington, D.C. are as loyal to the Democrat Party as the Iraqi population was towards the man that they were terrified of for different reasons, right? The, 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 the Democrats in D.C. are not afraid of the Democrats, the Democrat Party. They like it. That's the source of the gravy train. This is where careers are made, advancements are made. People go there for for life and live in some of the wealthiest counties in this country, all paid for the the bill footed by you, the American taxpayer. It's quite a remarkable situation, and they were not, folks, they were not going to let this happen again. Now, I made a a statement yesterday. I 100% stand by this. Somebody got their panties in a wad on, uh, on Facebook, which, whatever. I mean, I've seen his comments before it's just not a very uh not someone that really wants to have genuine conversation and that's fine i i thoroughly get entertained by this <laughs> in ways in ways that you can't even possibly understand for me but i'm having a problem here loading this uh loading this graphic this um a statement i made yesterday i made a statement yesterday something we posted to social media and it, it's the statement's this Losing an election is life. Having having an election stolen is criminal, and it cannot be allowed to happen. Now, in my mind, when I say these words, I mean, do you hear that as an allegation? I'm not making any allegation. I'm stating what I believe to be a universal truth and a simple fact that every single person in this country who is fair-minded— and who is not blinded by, I don't know, Trump derangement syndrome or whatever the case may be. Every single person in this country should be able to nod in agreement with that. Look, it is still possible. Trump loses this election and just by the legal ballots that are cast. 
I am, I am willing to accept that. That is life. I don't like that. I hate that. I think that is terrible for our country. I think that that is terrible for my children. I think that that is terrible for our businesses. I think that is terrible for our freedoms, our liberties on the founding principles of this nation. I think it's atrocious and awful and not that this is a, in my opinion, this would be a dark time, especially God forbid, if they find a way to get the Senate as well, we would be entering into truly a dark time, a time of political retribution led by the likes of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer as they move this nation further to the left, even though there are some, you've seen this uh, Representative Spanberger in apparently a conference call with Democrats saying that, you know, that all the talk about defunding the police and socialism had almost cost her the blanking election or some such thing. So there is going to be some fight over this, but folks, they are prepared. This is about retribution. This is about Setting up, if they were to get the presidency, keep the House, and win the Senate, which is still in play now. We're going to have runoffs, it looks like, in the state of Georgia. They look like uh, you know Michigan's now flipped to the incumbent. By the way, where are the Democrats? Where's all the talk? You know that the Republican in, in Michigan is is a black candidate. Where are all the calls of the white candidate trying to steal the election from the black candidate? You know as surely as you are sitting wherever you are this morning enjoying this fantastic program, you know, you know that if the shoe were on the other foot and the Democrat was a black man and the Republican was a white man, we'd be talking about how this was racial inequality. Black Lives Matter would be taking to the streets, probably setting things on fire as we speak over this. But nonetheless, nonetheless, that doesn't matter. It only matters when there's identity politics. See, John James is is a is an American first. He's a conservative. He's a Republican. He doesn't need to make the whole election about his race because it's about his ideas. If the shoe were on the other foot, the narrative would be much different. You also don't hear, by the way, I've heard Republicans say this a couple times. Every every Republican, first time winner, I believe they said this, of in, in this congressional race was either a woman a minority, or a veteran of the military, I believe, is what I heard. You don't hear that reported in the mainstream media. That's not the narrative. Republicans are racist and homophobic and sexist, and you know they, they hate women. They hate minorities. That's the narrative anyway. Whole generations of people believe that. For, for no reason whatsoever, they believe that. But anyway, back to the point here, and I want to get to this after the break, which i got to take here in just a second. Losing an election is life. It is, and I'm open to seeing. I'm open to seeing how this plays out. Trump. I mean, again, these these elections were going to come down to, to close numbers in states. Having an election stolen is criminal. I'm not saying definitively definitively that is the case, but I'm saying, folks, there are lots of reasons to be concerned. Nevada sent a criminal inquiry to the Department of Justice. There are. People in the state of, uh, well, the city of Philadelphia, the city of Detroit, that are blocking, they are blocking uh, Republicans from watching the counting process. That is absolutely against the law. In fact, there was a court yesterday that ruled in Philadelphia that the Republicans could go in and watch this. 
and the games that they were playing with them. They were making them stand 100 feet away. They gave them binoculars at one point. Yeah, you can watch through binoculars. They, <laughs> what, what in the world is this? How is that not questionable? I've seen some of these videos. There's a video of a guy. Now, it's, it's, look, this may not be enough. I'm simply saying if you cannot agree with this statement, if you cannot agree with this statement, no matter who you are, what political party you're, you belong to, no matter how brilliant and smart you think you are, how big you're, big of a bunch your panties may be in this morning. This guy's panties were in a bunch. Losing an election is life. Having an election stolen is criminal, and it cannot be allowed to happen. It cannot be. If you can't agree with that this morning, dare I say, if you want to know what's the problem in this nation today, take one solid, long look in the mirror, and you are looking squarely at it. I've got to take a break. You're listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, folks. Let me say this. Let me say this, that I want to encourage you to keep the faith. Keep the faith here. There's still a lot to play out. This does not look good for Trump. I've said that. Um, the past couple of days, the past couple of days, and by extension, I don't think that this looks good for America as well. But as I've also told you, one thing that you can I can guarantee you, you will not find by when you tune into this program, you're never going to find bitterness. You're never going to find rage. You will find us get fired up. You will find us get a little bit fired up when certain things are happening. In our country, when there is no curiosity in the media as to why people are, why the Trump team is not allowed to, according to the law, the law of the land, count, or excuse me, watch votes. Counting of the votes, I guess, is left up to Team Biden. I'm just saying, I don't know. Who knows? We don't know what's going on because they're not allowed to go in there. This is, uh, this does fire me up a little bit. But by again, Biden wins. If Biden wins, square and uh, fair and square, that's one thing. We lose an election; that's life. There's nefarious things happening. There's questionable activities. There's videos of people clearly, clearly engaging in voter fraud. Uh, again, the left has invested several months telling us there's no problem at all with with mail-in ballots, folks. It may be true. Hear me say this. Now, I'm not saying I believe this, but I'm just saying from a logical perspective, it may be true that there is not enough instance of voter fraud by mail. And I'm not, don't, I know some of you don't even want to hear that. And I'm just saying for the sake of being fair minded that there may be enough safeguards that allow for this. Some states uh, do this better than others. It just, it turns out that when you try to do this outside the law in the 11th hour, and you send ballots to, I mean, dead people, people that have moved. Uh, when you get ballots sent to the wrong, you know, send out the wrong ballots, it, it just creates havoc and turmoil. We've seen all of these things. We've seen ballots that were prepared in advance. I, we don't know who was doing that. Ballots already filled out for candidates. I've seen videos. I can't authenticate some of these things. But again, you can see there's so many examples of fraud to act like it doesn't happen is simply not it's not being fair-minded it's not now we don't know yet 
We don't know yet if to what extent there's a lot. But part of the reason we don't know is because they're not letting us see. They are blocking the Trump team from seeing places like Detroit, like Philadelphia, which is where which is where these numbers have miraculously and predictably, I might add, flipped. Well, Todd, they flipped because, see, all the ballots were counted. Maybe. Maybe that's what's happened. But I'll tell you what I've seen. I've seen in the city of Detroit a Trump postal – or not postal, but a, a election uh, site monitor or whatever the term is, someone who's watching legally – watching legally ballots be counted. I see him him or her. I couldn't see the, the video was so far away. But him or her being kicked out of the polling site, and I saw virtually every poll worker applauding. Now, folks, if you're a poll worker and you are applauding the removal, now I don't know if there's more. Maybe, maybe this individual was doing things I, that they weren't supposed to do. I don't know. But to applaud the, remo- applaud the removal of someone who is there legally doing what is allowed by law as these votes are counted and so forth, um, it's difficult to make the case you're unbiased at that particular point. It, d- it definitely gives me a – gets you the, the, the cross look for me. Why are, you, why are you applauding that? You know, I actually have – and this will maybe surprise you, but even on our team, when not, not everybody voted for President Trump. Let that sink in for a minute. Not everyone on our team is a conservative Republican. I've I've worked with people um, who don't agree with the well. They agree more than they realize, but that's another story. I don't want to get into that. I only simply I only simply say this. I actually helped folks. I helped someone, first time voter. I I helped this individual fill in a ballot. I didn't physically fill it in. This person came to me with questions. They hadn't done it before. They wanted they they were really I was I was impressed with the level of thought they put into this. I disagree with some of their assessments and what they, you know, how they decided to vote. This person told me they voted for Biden. They didn't have to tell me that. I didn't even try. I didn't even try to persuade persuade this person to change their vote. I was simply having a conversation with this person, trying to present it as fairly and as objectively as possible. Um, because I think that's, that's the right thing to do. This person, by the way, knows what I think. But I'm telling you, I am telling you the reason that we can have a conversation, the reason that we can get along, the reason that there's a possibility that exists, that this person will accept conservative principles and values at some point, become a conservative voter – is because I've taken the time to explain, invest, and be fair-minded and help even when it doesn't help out our cause. I only point this out. I only point this out. You would do the same thing. I only point this out because I point this out because that is exactly not what's happening in some of these polling places, at least with some of the polling workers. I, I saw a video of one of the person, uh, one of the individuals going through ballots. Flipping off ballots, wadding up a ballot, throwing in the trash can. That was caught on film. Again, we have the examples of the polling places just flat out refusing to accept a court order in the state of Pennsylvania. 
So now those votes that had been counted since the court order was given, actually since before the court order was given, they kept counting or doing whatever they were doing behind closed doors. We've had places where the windows have been covered up, places where the window had been covered up. My my point in bringing up that story is that if you were to ask the average person, a, a talk radio show host was asked to help someone fill out their ballot, you know, not to, again, not to fill it out, but just to to talk about the vote and the candidates and so forth. Um, that's one scenario. The other scenario is polling workers in the city of Detroit and Pennsylvania, well, Philadelphia, they were uh, engaged in very biased behavior. Which of the uh, So case number one is the conservative talk show host more likely to attack or try to trick or bully the person into casting a vote for the person he wants them to vote for. Or number two, are the polling workers more likely to applaud and be biased openly for all to see? If you were to ask the average person which of these two scenarios would be uh, the case in the United States today, I think most would say, well, it's more likely that the conservative talk show host would would try to bully and, heck, maybe even take the ballot from this person's hand, fill it out as, as he intended, and steal a vote. Of course, it's not what happened. Meanwhile, we have this vision in our head that says that if you're a poll worker, you're suddenly above all reproach. You can't even question a poll worker. Why can't we? These are the same people, same people that are part of our general population. There's good people and there's bad people. In fact, you may even make the case that it attracts people with who want to be involved in the election. I'm certainly not applying this universally. I know my, my grandmother's worked the polls. I have dear friends that have worked the polls. My in fact, two of the three ladies that are part of um, part of my prayer team, we meet every Friday morning virtually for a prayer call. They've worked the polls. They wouldn't have done anything outside the bounds of the law. They would have helped Democrats cast their ballot for the person they were trying to vote for. I know that without any question whatsoever. My grandmother as well. Internally, they might have been smacking themselves in the head, wanting to barf as they were <laughs> as they were doing it but they would have helped and given them exactly the right information to to perform the vote to you know to to cast the ballot as they intended in the poll and whatever the scenario was they would have been objective and fair to every single person regardless if they came in there as a stinking communist liberal democrat dare I repeat myself I'm kidding take it easy but only by degree or, or Republican, no matter who that person was, they would have come in and given them the same level of help. The problem is we're not seeing that. We're not seeing that in these in these videos. This is problematic. This should concern every American. It does not mean that the election was stolen, although it certainly means that possibly, maybe, maybe the uh, there exists the opportunity here for there to be enough fraud, enough bad stuff happening, enough mail-in vote confusion, enough early vote, you know, just days of being able to work behind closed doors to magically come up with the right number. I mean, it's remarkable. Georgia Georgia has, when I last saw, was 99% of the precincts reporting. Biden did not eclipse Trump, I don't believe, a single time, at least, at least since election, you know, the end of election day, as we watch these numbers come in. Trump was ahead, I believe, the whole time until 99%. It was just right before the strike of midnight. It's like I watched Back to the Future the other day with my son, 
It's just like they they timed it perfectly when Marty McFly in the DeLorean hit the wire from <laughs> from the lightning strike at the clock tower. Precisely the right moment when he hit 88 miles an hour. He got 1.21 gigawatts channeled into the flux capacitor to go back to 1985. By the way, yesterday, November 5th was the day that he time traveled to. That was yesterday. Just a little tidbit of information there. But that's, I mean, it's remarkable. Just as, I mean, the perfect timing. That's right when, it's like, it's like Biden was was Michael Jordan. There's, you know, 2.2 seconds left and he hits the the fadeaway jumper at the at the buzzer. I can't see Biden hitting a fadeaway jumper. I'm, I'm sure Biden would know which basket to shoot at. Anyway, I got to take a timeout long in this segment. Listening here to the home of conservative, not better talk. Folks, keep the faith. Keep the faith. This is not over. This does not look good. This does not look good in a lot of ways. And we'll talk, continue breaking this down after the break. Sit tight. Be back in just a minute. You know, after advancing conspiracy, you talk about conspiracy theorists, folks. We've had conspiracy theorists in the Democrat Party, in the media for four years, advancing a narrative about Trump calling up Vladimir Putin and Vladimir Putin's marketing team, social marketing team. Hey, Vlad, I need to steal this election from Hillary. You got it. You got it, man. Let me tell you what I've got. I got a group of people back here who can make some ads on Facebook and Twitter and Pokemon Go that is just going to – that folks will not be able to contain themselves. They will vote for you almost unknowingly, unwittingly. They'll go into the booth, and they'll be under a hypnotic trance all because – all because they saw an ad that we created for you on Pokemon Go. That's right, Pokemon Go on Twitter – on Facebook. That was the narrative. Of course, we find out that that's silly, nonsensical gibberish. And by the way, if you want to know what the uh, plan looks like for those if they were to try to steal the election, it's what we're it's what we've seen. Now, is there enough of this to make a difference? I'm not making that claim yet. I'm simply saying if you can't see, if you can't see that there are very problematic things going on. With extended dates that are against state law for ballots to count, there are rules. Every legal ballot should count. Every legal ballot should count. Not every ballot. I mean, Biden's out there saying that. Does Biden want ballots counted that were cast by dead people? That'd be my question to him. That's a legitimate question. He may not know how to answer it. I don't know. Might have to look over to his, to the president, to the the Harris part of the Harris-Biden ticket and say, what do we think about that? I don't know. But it's amazing this is what collusion and conspiracy would look like, what we're seeing here. This is – you see, if if you can't connect the dots through a kind of a common sense approach, you know, so this Russian collusion story was all about Trump communicating with Vladimir Putin and then something mystical happens. Well, then Vladimir got with his marketing team and then something mystical happens and people were were voting out of their minds because they were tricked, tricked by ads. Tricked by ads. I've seen the ads, folks. It's remarkable what they think these – as someone with a, an advertising experience, an advertising background, it's remarkable to me the power that they think that these ads have. Again, if that's the power of advertising, businesses would be doing much better today. People wouldn't be able to turn down 
turn down some of the things you see offered, these early Black Friday sales and all this stuff. Businesses would be uh, – their, their profitability would even be better than what it has been here as we've recovered from this COVID nightmare. But that this is what a – this is what collusion would look like. This is what fraud would look like. People actually trying to change counts somehow, get inside the system, cast phony ballots, pretend to vote when they're not really allowed. Well, actually vote, pretend to be someone else and vote, whatever they're doing. Selling votes, as we saw Project Veritas uh, reveal in the state of well, what's going on. I think it was in Texas. Well, you went 5,000 votes, it cost this much money. Remarkable stuff. That's what it looks like. It's not. It's not some mystical thing that you can't, Explain to your to your grandchild or your your neighbor or whatever. That's not how this works. It's something much more basic and elementary. That's you don't come up with some master plan and at the last part of the master plan say and now the people who see our ads are going to be tricked. That is ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. What you do say is, hey, we've got the keys to the voting machines. Hey, we'll just block out the voting the vote counters. That's what it looks like. Again, I can say that without saying that's definitively what happened here, but this is problematic. And if you can't see that, and I'm not saying this to you, I'm just saying this in general, people that you're going to encounter today at the workplace or at home or whatever in the community, if you can't see that that's a problem, whoever can't see that needs to look in the mirror because they themselves are the problem here. That, of course, is, is a problem. It should be, even if Biden comes out here, I don't want, I told a friend yesterday, I don't want this to be if, – if Trump has to steal this, I don't want Trump to, to win. Of course I want Trump to win, but I actually have this old-fashioned belief that the ends – or the means do not always justify the ends. Anyway, long in the segment. I want to go through – for people who act like there's nothing here, like, like Trump's just making this up whole cloth, I want to go through a list of things. I jotted these down last night as I was thinking about this this program today. List of things that, that we've seen. That's not even close to an exhaustive list. Things that are problematic in these key states. Got to take a break. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back. So when someone says to you, there's no. Evidence of fraud. What fraud are you talking about? Compose yourself <laughs> and then tell them. Well, number one, they have banned Republican uh, uh, poll observers, which is a clear violation of not just a state law in, in, in uh, Pennsylvania, but also a court order, which they re- rejected. They said we're not going to comply with it. Uh, we, they said they were complying with it and still didn't let them go and observe the counts yesterday. That happens in Philadelphia and Detroit, maybe elsewhere. We just know that it happens in those places. There are multiple videos about this. Oz just sent me a video of of one in Philadelphia. I believe it was Philadelphia. They have covered windows of polling places where people have congregated to see what's going on inside. There was a guy yesterday, Candace Owens tweeted this out, who was going into the Michigan State database for registered voters was putting in people that had been that had died. And in some cases, they would have. They, one guy was born in 1900, still in the database. When you click on it, enter his information, he had received a ballot, and I he had requested and received a ballot. Guy had been dead for I think since 1984, or some such thing. 
let's see, there are the Project Veritas interview. We had the one where they revealed that there are uh, people in Texas were trying to, to sell votes. We had the one in Michigan, the postal worker, who said, I think it was Traverse City, who has made the claim that his supervisors said that they were going to uh, go back in time, so to speak, and postmark ballots that had been left at drop boxes on the previous day, go back so that they could be counted. That's not legal. Um, what else? What about the, vo- the Democrat vote drops? Bo- happened in both Michigan and Wisconsin. Big numbers of votes came in, a big chunk. In the case of Michigan, it was like 138,000 votes, and it was literally 138 and some odd thousand votes for Biden, zero for Trump. Zero. These are even these are better than Saddam Hussein numbers. Well, Biden, if he's president, is going to be more like. I mean, we could call him President <laughs> Hussein. These are numbers Hussein would have been very, very happy to uh, to have. These are just some of the things. The state of Nevada, by the way, the state of Nevada has uh, is saying in Clark County, 10,000 people voted who no longer live there. The GOP in Nevada has filed, has sent a a, a criminal referral to the Department of Justice about at least 3,000 people. And they said very likely many more have voted um, who do not live in Nevada. And it's remarkable. You hear Trump last night. Trump got some criticism for some of these – for saying that the election's being stolen from him. Hillary's still out there complaining. They act like this has never been done before. Hillary literally was complaining about this probably 45 minutes ago for something that happened four, four years uh, – four years ago. I mean it's, 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 it's remarkable. But the question remains, what do you do about this? How are we ever going to know at this particular point what to believe about these numbers? You want to talk about damaging our system. Folks, That what we are watching, what we are watching is – I'm not saying it's in every precinct and in every state. I'm not even saying we know for sure if it's enough to make a difference. Biden may have won. I, look, I hate to admit that. It's sickening. I don't completely understand it. But, folks, there's a lot of reasons to be upset about this. There's a lot of reasons to think that we need to look into these things instead of just burying our heads in the sand like an ostrich and pretending like there's no problem going on around us. Got to take a break. Come back and wrap up. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. Back in just a minute. I hope that you decide to keep the faith. Whatever happens here, remember, and this is where I look, this who holds these seats matters, right? It's clear, it's important, and we talk about these things every day. But um, America has survived difficult and tumultuous times like this in the past, and we will, God willing, do so again this time as as well. There's legitimate questions. It does not mean there's you know, unquestionably fraud happening everywhere, but there are legitimately red flags here that need to be looked into. And President Trump certainly has a case regarding some of the things that we're seeing. It's it's remarkable that folks just don't accept that. But that's why I take great hope in knowing that I, 
you know, government's not my God. It matters. It matters greatly how we live this side of heaven. But I serve a risen Savior. And folks, that is ultimately where I get my hope and peace. So I hope you can do the same. Have a great weekend. Hang in there. Keep the faith. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. SDG. Take care.